Hi guys, thank you so much for joining us on Facebook Live tonight. Uh, welcome to History of a Hauntings Facebook Live on being a brand new paranormal investigator. My name is Carrie Hopper. I am Laura Ackerman. And we have the founders of Spirits of the Southeast Paranormal, Donna Annan and Connie Broadwell. Everybody give them a round of applause. Yay Yay! So, um, thank you, ladies, for joining us again. This is the second time that you have been on History of a Haunting. Uh, first time being on Facebook Live. So, I can't edit out anything that you may say that you want me to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you that warning right now. She doesn't do it in our episodes either. I she doesn't want to. <laughs> So don't worry well, about it. Well, thank you for inviting us. We, we really, really, uh, we're really excited about it. Yay. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And um, we are going to be covering all of the things about being a brand new paranormal investigator tonight, guys. So I want to thank everybody that is watching us live. Um Jean, hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I do, before we kick it off, I do want to announce Connie, and I already told you this while we were waiting, uh, that we are going to wish Connie a very happy 50th birthday. Today is Connie's 50th birthday. So happy birthday, happy sweetheart. Birthday. We are so excited to be able to celebrate this birthday with you. And I do want to say um, that we did have somebody... <laughs> record a special birthday message for you and we wanted to play it tonight on this episode so um everybody ladies and gentlemen connie this is for you uh it's a very special guest that recorded a personal birthday greeting just for you stay tuned <laughs> hello there connie oh it's me eric punch right here from chips with my buddy baker larry wilcox yeah, that was taken in 70, uh, well, I was 27 there. I'm 73 now. Just had a birthday yesterday, okay? March 16, I turned 73. You're 50. You are so young. You're still a spring chicken. You're so young. I got to tell you, you know, I think it's wonderful that Donna and Carrie hooked this up so that I could... Wish you a happy birthday. Happy 50th. How great is that? You know, you need to cherish and enjoy every birthday that comes. And you need to celebrate every birthday that comes. It's most important, all right, that you celebrate your special day, all right? Now, I know you're full of life and you're full of fun and that you're adventurous. I love that. And you like to hang out with the girls. You like to do girl trips. And you like to ghost hunt. Well, let me tell you, I just... Um, last month, I was in New Bronzefell, Texas, at a hotel called The Faust. It was built in the 1920s. I was supposed to stay there three nights. I only stayed one night. You know why? Because the place was full of ghosts, and they kept messing with me, and, and, and just, I couldn't sleep well, and I woke up all bent. I got to tell you, if you like ghosts, you got to go to The Faust. It's F-A-U-S-T. Look it up on the Internet. Okay? <laughs> anyway, I understand that you just love your family and that you friends fully, heartily. You love them all and that you love me. Well, yeah, that's good loving. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the fact that you are a fan and you've been a fan for a while. And also, it's your birthday, okay? That's a special day. All right, so here it comes. Get ready. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Connie. Happy super duper birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. Celebrate. And remember, you're only 50. You're so young. All right? Enjoy your special day. God bless you. <laughs> oh thank y'all thank y'all you're welcome are you surprised absolutely <laughs> I, I seen Eric Estrada in a little town 
Well, in Taylorsville, North Carolina, he was at the Millersville Baptist Church, and I've got pictures with him. Really? <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah, so that, that really... Oh, she's wiping tears out of her eyes. <laughs> and I have been keeping that a secret for a month. And I've been ready to burst. Yeah, she's been kind of <laughs> losing it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, um, yeah, we, we've been... Um, uh, sitting on that one for for a while. Uh, we do have uh, some birthday wishes already in the comments for you. Um, uh, Jean was like, "You saw him? Does he remember?" And happy birthday, baby. Leanne says, "Oh my God, I was talking about him five minutes ago." Happy birthday, Kim Henning. Happy fiftieth birthday, Mom. Vicky Donaldson. Happy birthday, Misty Mitchell. Happy birthday, Connie. Um, uh, Leanne, I had a poster of him when I was growing up. Uh, Jean said, wow, what a birthday. So, um, yeah, happy birthday. We are, um, we are, we are honored that you, you know, chose to spend your birthday with us, uh, discussing all things paranormal. Uh, so we love you. Yes. Your favorite subject. So <laughs> let's get into it. You guys, um, we want to talk about being a, uh, a brand new paranormal investigator on this special Facebook live episode. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, because you guys have different disciplines in being paranormal investigators. Uh, Donna and Connie, you guys are um, brand new and you you kind of trained yourselves, right? Like you just started going on investigations on your own and you decided to form a team, which is now growing. And I have had the wonderful fortune of investigating with the three people that you guys have added to your team, which is really, really wonderful. And we will let you tout all of their wonderful traits in just a second. Laura, you are a brand new member of Southern Entities Paranormal, and you are our resident skeptic. And so I do have some questions for all three of you. <laughs> all right. And I kind of want to get your take on all of it. I do want to start with you, Connie, the birthday girl. And I want to ask you, what is your, um, what is... <clears throat> What have you found in actually being a paranormal investigator and going on investigations? What have you found to, that you didn't know before? Like, we've all seen the shows, right? We've all seen ghost hunters, ghost adventures. We've all seen, you know, haunted towns and, and you know, ghost asylum and destination fear. But from what your expectation was after seeing some of your favorite shows to actually doing a paranormal investigation for the first time on your own with Donna. What are um, some things that you didn't realize was a factor in actual paranormal investigations? Um, really the first one that we went on was the Sorrel weed house. And I was really expecting to get a lot of, of you know interaction and you know to be able to you know have some more experiences from watching the shows because it's like almost every episode you watch something happens in every room right <laughs> yes every room right and as we were doing the Sorrel Weed House Donna felt a lot more in that than I did I, I got a real heavy feeling, but as far as anything going on, I didn't really get touched. I didn't hear anything. We didn't capture anything. Um, one of the groups I don't, I do have found that I do not like doing a lot of public tours. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, because at, at that investigation, it was very obvious we were getting flashlight activity, but when we started paying attention to the girl that was holding the flashlight, we could see her moving. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm real skeptic about that kind of stuff. 
when it comes to somebody that's actually touching or holding something. Okay. Yeah, but don't. I like that. Yeah, don't always expect something to happen in every room or, you know, it's sometimes nothing at all in the whole building. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, you shouldn't expect that kind of stuff every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I, that was one of the things that I found out pretty early on into my training as a paranormal investigator was that there's a lot of downtime and, and it's not necessarily downtime, but there's a lot of, when I say downtime, I mean like nothing is going on around you that you think it, it, the shows show, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think a lot of people that want to become paranormal investigators have this idea. Hey, Lourdes. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think a lot of people that watch these paranormal investigative reality shows have this expectation of they're going to go into a building and they're going to hear this voice down the hall or they're going to get knocks and bangs when they ask for it. And they're going to get, a lot of the times that's not going to be the case. So I really, I agree with you, Connie, um, that, that, um, that was something that was a, a, an idea that I had in my head that was quickly, um, debunked, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna, I have a question for you. What, um, on your very first investigation, what was one thing that you were expecting to have happen based on, you know, like we were just talking about, like what you see on TV, what was one thing you expected to have happen versus one thing that happened that you were shocked that happened on your first investigation? So our first investigation was at the Swirl Weed House. And, you know, I have watched a lot of, you know, the ghost adventures and ghost hunter shows and all that. So I was expecting to be scared at some point in time yeah. you know, something jump out at me you know um because a lot of the shows that's that's what it is the scare factor right uh but going through there i think the most scariest part is what you put into your own head you yes. know like yeah. you know <laughs> oh that's a really dark corner you know and yeah. it's a really small hallway and you really get into your head so before going into investigation you know, you really got to be in the right mindset. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going into an abandoned building and yes, hallways were smaller and doorways were smaller and they built rooms onto rooms, you know, to accommodate patients or whatever. Right. Yeah. Be prepared for that. It's not like you're walking into a mansion that has these huge rooms. Um, Now, what I didn't expect, um, like I said, I, never had gone on a paranormal investigation. Um, but in that house down in the basement area, it had been used during the war. Um, we had walked into one room and I just really felt a lot of pressure. I actually had to grab a hold of Connie's hand because I, I really felt lightheaded. And as this is during the tour of the building with the lights on. Oh, okay. I just kind of held on to her hand. I just felt a lot of pressure on my chest. And it wasn't a few seconds later after I told her, um, the tour guide said, now some people say that when they come into this room, they feel a lot of pressure. Um, They get a little lightheaded. And I had said nothing that he could hear. Sure. Um, You know, I just told her I wasn't feeling right. Right. because that room there was actually used as an active operation center for the soldiers. Um, and throughout the night, I had some weird things going on in that room that I would walk out and say, eh, I think this is probably all in my head. Uh, I'm going to walk back in there. You know, I'm going to clear my head. I'm just sure. Yeah. Thinking it. Right. And walk back in and it would happen again. Um, it didn't scare me. I was a little put off, but <laughs> now I did scare her in that room because she didn't know I was in there and she oh. hide out of there. <laughs> oh, so she didn't try to punch you? Uh, no. Okay, good, good. That's only Donna. No, that's only that's Donna. Only I get scared. You know, Carrie, you should know that. <laughs> Learn that the hard way twice, actually. Yeah. Um, 
All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm, I, and I'm asking all of you guys these questions because I too was a new paranormal investigator and I wanted to see, you know, were my experiences and expectations the same. So I'm kind of just sort of putting you all on a hot seat. Now, Laura, you're next. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Laura is um, the podcasts and our team's resident skeptic. Um, Laura has said a number of times on the show that she does want to believe. She just has never been given any reason or had any experience to believe. Is that correct? Am I misstating that at all? No, no. Yeah, okay. that was what I said before. Yeah. Okay. So her very first investigation was at um, the Phelps Such Hospital down in Ajo, Arizona. The podcast did our very first live uh, friends and fans event. And it was a two-hour investigation. Um, and... So we were all kind of there doing our thing. And Laura, did you have, what was your, um, granted it was a fans and friends event. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't an actual like paranormal investigation per se, but it was your first one, correct? Yes. Okay. So what were your thoughts and feelings on that first when it was really more of a tour kind of a thing for you? Mm -hmm. Like what were your first impressions of what I do? what the podcast does to be honest there was just a lot of like i was listening to how the equipment works you know <clears throat> don't put the stuff near your phone like you know just trying to figure out how yeah. to actually like use the equipment functionally sure um, without <laughs> messing it up um which you know takes a little bit of practice I it does yeah it does <laughs> um, you know and then i you know you're happy because you'll pull your phone out too as we all do and like record and yeah. You know, take video, take audio, take pictures. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just kind of learning um, how to go through the rooms, how to, you know, kind of follow people's leads and just kind of watch what the experienced people were doing. You know, Tony and Sheree. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Did you have a good learning experience? But it was I as far as have... like no experiences, nothing like. A whisper or like EMF or anything mm -hmm. like that. I don't think that anybody really had anything um, in the moments, but at once, mm -hmm. like a lot of EVPs were captured, which I find right. is the one thing that I can almost always count on in any location that I visit. It may be, sorry to be, you know, all punny, but it may be just dead in there and like nothing's going on. <laughs> but, um, I, one thing is EVPs that I, I can always count on, um, capturing <clears throat> in some way. Now your second investigation, which was an actual paranormal investigation was with me, Chris and Audra at the old hospital on College Hill in Williamson, West Virginia. And that was a bit of a different experience for you, yes? Well, yeah, completely different. I mean, that was a really serious um, investigation, meaning, you know, we had the whole building to ourselves. Yeah. Um, we were there for, you know, what, what, how long did we stay there? Like six um, hours? It was a long time. It was a long time, yeah. We had it for yeah, a long like time. Like we fully set up, you know, cameras everywhere and mm -hmm. did the whole shebang. So I think was... we left about like three, three thirty in the morning, but we had the whole building to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was different. And, you know, just seeing all like how much work goes into getting everything set up and how much thought um, goes into that. Um, and just the logistics of it was, you know, super interesting. There's a lot to navigate um, in these abandoned buildings, not just um, hazards, you know, tripping hazards, yeah. um, you know, like mold or, you know, there could be just random objects in there and you're going around in the dark. So you have to be a bit careful. Um, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I run into Dory's in my own lit up house. So it's right. Exactly. I'm, I, mean... <laughs> I don't really need the challenge. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was a lot of, I mean, a lot of fun. And again, getting to watch um, more experienced people do their thing and kind of just sit back and, and take it all in, uh, kind of learn how you guys, you know, do your thing. That's awesome. I love it. Connie, yeah. I have a question for you. Um, what are some uh, misconceptions that the uh, more popular 
paranormal reality TV shows um, have that you have found aren't necessarily the case in an actual paranormal investigation. Not that they're trying to mislead their viewers, but in an hour long show, there's only so much you can capture on an eight hour investigation. So what are some of the, um, if you were going to advise somebody who wanted to be a new paranormal investigator who has, you know, gotten the bug from watching their favorite shows. Connie, what is some advice that you would give them to not take from a TV show that is, you know, that actually happens in a real life investigation? Well, again, it's that you're not going to get something in every situation, every spot. You might get some, oh, you know, even if you don't have something, at all, wait till you check your digital recorder and make sure you listen with speakers when you go back to review or yeah. earbuds yes. to catch some of the fainter stuff. Um, you know, and, you know, don't be like some of the shows, you know, don't try to get aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want that aggression. That's very and, true. You know, just don't always expect, start small, use simple things. Yeah. You don't have to go out and buy your big fancy equipment like they have. Yeah. I mean, it's enticing though, right? Like, I'm like, oh my God, I want to get all of that. I want to get that like coffin shaped music box that Destination Fear has. And then you go to Amazon and you're like, oh my God, it's $450. Never mind. It's okay. I don't really actually need that. Um, yeah. To get, yeah, that kind of, that kind of, um, uh, reaction or that kind of, um, evidence really. Um, yeah, I like that. We get more. We get more activity with the basics: uh, dousing rods, cat balls, flashlights. We get a lot more interaction with the simple, cheap yes. things yeah. than we would the than we do the expensive stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had actually, I had um, had a conversation with Matt Hawes of Strange Oddities podcast, and we were talking about some of the the newer, flashier uh, paranormal investigative tools versus the old tried and true things that that folks were using back in the day. Um, and sometimes, you know, the, the, the tried and true still works and, and produces sound, sound evidence. Um, Donna, I did want to ask you, what are, um, some of your favorites now that you have done, you've got, you guys have several investigations under your belt. So Donna, what are some of your favorite, um, paranormal investigative tools, stuff that you do not go on an investigation without. What have you found is the most effective, the easiest to use, and quite honestly, the easiest to carry around because it can be cumbersome to carry around all this equipment when you're trying to traverse a huge building. So what are some of your favorite go-tos? So first and foremost is my military drop leg bag. <laughs> it's that just not getting most important tool yeah i can pack everything in and i can even carry my dowsing rods on the side oh great okay <laughs> i can pack just about everything in this bag and have be completely hands-free love it um now my favorite um tool that i like to use is the dowsing rods um i have a lot a lot of activity with these things right here. Yes, we got a lot at St. Albans with those. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, digital recorders, um, our SD box, our spirit box. Um, we've had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, fun. <laughs> Electroshock at St. Albans was fun to a point. Well, the third floor at... <laughs> Ella was fantastic. That was amazing. Did love that. I can't wait to show Laura that floor. Yes. Uh, the fourth floor. That'd be fun. 
a little iffy, especially if you're the one wearing the blindfold <laughs> and the headset and you can't see or hear anything else is going on besides all the static. And uh, the rest of the team decides, hey, it's too spooky. We're booking it. Wow, this got really scary. Bye, Donna. <laughs> yeah, they're up and gone. And I'm like, where yeah. are you guys going? Um, but yeah, the most basic tools, the cat balls. I mean, you can really start out being going out and doing investigation for under a hundred bucks and have. You really can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, EMF readers, you know, they're, they're not too much a recorder. I mean, in these dowsing rods, they're not a whole lot either. Yeah, uh, for sure. Even a simple compass works. Yes. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Um, I, there's so much equipment that it, it sounds fun and it sounds flashy and it sounds, oh my God, we have to have this. But I mean, really some of the tried and true stuff. And I really, I think one of the things that I'm most anxious to try out, um, is Ron Yacovetti's. He just wrote a whole book on it and Tony Rathman, they show it on their show all the time. Um, I'm really anxious to kind of try that out, but, um, it, it, it's, um, it's sometimes it's a matter of cost, right? Like if you're a brand new paranormal investigator, like you said, Donna, like you can find this stuff on Amazon It's super, super cheap. And if you are, um, so inclined, you could build your own equipment for, and, and, you know, you could build your own spare box. You could build your own, what have you, but most of us don't, um, also, I do want to suggest that everybody go out and buy Ron Yacovetti's book. It is on Amazon and wow, is it fabulous. It is so fabulous. Donna is about to show everybody right now, I'm sure. Uh -huh. There it is, there <laughs> paranormally speaking. So Ron Yacovetti is, um, and for those of you who follow the podcast all the time, we talk about Entity Voices Paranormal Evidence. We just had Tony and Cherie and Chris and Audra on our show. Ron and Lourdes were unable to make it because they were actually speaking at a paranormal convention. Um, but um, yeah, so he's doing a lot of um, press junkets and stuff like that, promoting his book. But um we get a lot of really great ideas from the different paranormal shows that we watch, the different podcasts that we listen to. So I wanted to ask you guys, Donna, you can go first and Connie, you can go second. Different answers, please. Aside from history of a haunting, what are your favorite paranormal either shows or podcasts or live streaming shows that you guys watch that you feel like our watchers, our viewers should take a look at if they haven't already well i'm gonna be very careful here <laughs> uh-oh lordis is here so just you know that's right you gotta watch it so as far as reality tv shows there's a reason why they're on the air they're yes reality tv shows i and they they the people are pretty Right. Yeah. It's entertainment. It's right. entertainment. But they are based in like the I do have to say that the hosts of those shows are legitimate investigators ninety percent of the time. I, I would take what you see on the reality shows. I love you, Dakota and Tanner. I'm sorry. Yes. Um you know, everybody has different experiences. Um, not everything is scary. Um I think there are more uh, pleasant spirits than there are evil spirits. They just want somebody to talk to and communicate with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, they, that's true. I'm very cautious on who I listen to or, or watch because just like even back in the 80s and 90s, all the 800 numbers to call for spiritual guidance. Miss Cleo! <laughs> <laughs> so I... The main one I watch is EVPI. I, I, I love all those guys. I, you know, of course, I've, we've met Chris and Audra. And um, I'm sorry, my mom was just leaving. She was watching the baby for me and putting her to bed. Aww. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm just super cautious on, on who I watch and take advice from. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm not saying anything bad about any of them. You know, you can learn something from every single one of them. Absolutely. You need to test those theories out. And everybody has a different style. Yes, that's true. Um, You know, Connie and I work together all the time. There are some, the equipment doesn't, she doesn't really get anything from, but I pick it up and I get a lot. Yeah. So, and vice versa. For sure. Just uh, do a lot of research and and really think on your own before you take somebody's advice to heart. Yeah. Yeah. Connie, how about you? What is a show that you have gotten the most inspiration or advice out of, or that you just plain enjoy watching? Obviously, aside from history of haunting, because Lauren, I know that's your number one. Uh, of course, y'all are my number one. <laughs> um, you know, I do enjoy the e- uh, EVPI. I do enjoy that. Right. So um, many fabulous guests. I, Their takes are just amazing. Yes. I, I love yes. it. And They're hilarious. They are hilarious. And they are <laughs> right? Rod is so, like, he... They're all just so snarky and like, but at the same, I, I can't go on. I'll stop. No. You, you tout their virtues because I just. You know, there's not a whole lot that I actually watch that are televised only because I've gotten out of that stage just because I know now that so much of it is probably where it shows like it's one sitting. It's probably four or five different investigations that one has to get all of that. Well, yes. Yeah. And, you know, but they make it look like it's all in one. Right. So, you know, as far as watching it anymore, the one that I've watched the most is Ghost Hunters. The new one or the old, old with Grant? The old one's Grant. I know. I mean, I love the new one. Um, but yeah, that's where I, that's where my bug started was with the original ghost hunters. I was like, that's what I want to do. There we go. And then, you know, well, you know, my bug actually started with ghost adventures. Okay. That's fair. And, and, and the more that I got through it and got out of it, that's when I, you know, and me and Donna really started getting into it and getting out there and doing it. It was like, yeah, no, we're not going to be that way. That way, yeah. Yeah. Now, I do like watching the shows, um, especially when we're getting ready to do an investigation. In one At a location? Day. Me too. Yeah, yeah me I too. Can, uh, prepare myself. Yeah. Now, I watched Destination. Now, I do like them. I think they're great people. Um but I wish somebody would have warned us about the crazy staircases in St. Albans. Nobody ever mentions no. on how it's very similar no. to Chester Mansion House because that really threw me for a loop. Nobody, like not one show that's been to St. Albans mentions those crazy switchback stairs. And I was telling Laura about it in our recap episode. I'm like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like you you go, it, listen to St. Albans mini episode guys it's ridiculous this the stairs there and donna and i actually said it reminds me of winchester mystery house and those switchback stairs where you feel like you're walking upstairs for 10 years but you really only go a floor and a half it was ridiculous yeah i honestly felt like (laughs) i was maybe a spirit in the winchester mansion house and i couldn't get out like i couldn't figure myself (laughs) good all right (laughs) this is like real life i'm stuck i'm never getting out of here (laughs) yeah for I sure. Think we walked around for an hour trying to find one room. I remember. <laughs> yes. They were trying to find um, a bathroom with the yes. the electroshock tubs or the hydrotherapy tubs. It's the hydrotherapy. It was yeah. in the women's green ward. Right. Yeah. And I, they actually radioed to the staff of St. Albans. They were like, we're trying to find this. Where can we find this? And we were down the bowling alley. And I'm like, that's the group just, and I'm like trying to earmark on my recordings and video. That's the group radioing. Like, you know, um, it's, it's confusing. It's it, trans Allegheny was, was way easier to navigate, even though it was really confusing as well. So, um, to that end, Laura, I do want to ask you, um, what is your most 
alarming or confusing or hair-raising moments that you have had on a paranormal investigation um, thus far? Because I got a lot planned for you this year, but so far, what is your most, like, I don't know, moment? So, so far, it was at the old hospital on College Hill when... Um, and it was right at the beginning when we had, you know, shut the lights off. Um, <laughs> and you and I were going, I think, down the second story, just down the hallway and into the so. room. Yeah. Um, and we both heard the sound of a, like, oxygen machine. Yeah. Um, like, super clear. Um, yeah. Because, one, because it was, we didn't have it, record. it didn't get recorded, but... Um, it was on a Facebook Live. Like, it's mm-hmm. on our Facebook. It was a Facebook Live. Yeah. Right. But it didn't get picked up because we were messing around and honestly mm-hmm. weren't expecting yeah. anything to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we both had that happen. And um, we couldn't figure out where that... Because then it stopped and then it started again, remember? Yeah. And it just went away. And so we went back a couple times over the course of that investigation <laughs> that night, to yeah. see if it was like... Is it a sound in the neighborhood? Is it something we're confusing for that sound? I mean, it was, it really sounded like that, but, um, it really did. It was probably because I couldn't explain it. Yeah. That was, I think, was when I was like, I'm taking her everywhere. Because, (laughs) not because she was like, she picked up on it, and she did, she picked up on it before I did, but because she's a skeptic, and I am such a believer. I really am a believer, but I, there are moments where I'm like, "Mm, no, that is this, that, or the other thing, or that is, you know, that's a train or that's this, or like, I'm not such a believer that I'm going to just immediately claim everything is paranormal activity. Um, but in that moment she was like, do you hear that? It sounds like an oxygen machine. And at first I was like, no, I don't hear anything. And then we kind of stopped and we were doing a Facebook live through the hospital and then I heard it, and I was like, "Where is that coming from?" <laughs> it was. It was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy as well. It really set the set the, like the standard for the night going into the rest of the the evening. Because, like I said, we had just started. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Um, it was really interesting. Yeah, the coolest thing that's that's happened so far. I do. I love it. Um, I will. And all ask... the EVPs, but because we don't oh, hear them till later. Yeah. Oh, in the Stanley Hotel, when the fucking REM pod would not shut the fuck up, like just going off, <laughs> going off, going off, going off, and then, and I'm trying to take a nap, and she's in the bathroom taking a shower, and then she just politely asks it to stop, and it'll stop. It stopped. Like, but that would happen over and over again. Over and over again. Asked it to yeah. stop, it would stop. Yeah. Like immediately. No. It was wonderful. No pause, no nothing, and then it would go off again yeah. in a little bit, and then we would ask it to stop, and it would stop. I mean, yeah. we had some really on command, yeah, interaction yeah. at, at yeah. the Stanley Hotel. That was that also was really really cool because we it really was really had cool. interaction. Yeah, and that's the first really time cool. I've ever experienced anything like that, and that was that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I love to like bring Laura because like she's kind of like my dowsing rod. Um, <laughs> if she experiences something, I'm like, look, she fucking saw it too. <laughs> um, following you a trans a thousand percent mm-hmm. right yeah. i'm looking forward to that so yeah. so much i'm really excited um oh, just because out. yeah i heard you know when we did the recap episode from the first time when y'all went so uh-huh. um, i'm excited to to do this and yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun and there's so many great people going like it's it's part of it is social because it's gonna be you know just a lot of fun. old friends getting back like, together yeah. but like new people to learn stuff from it's gonna be amazing exactly. yeah for yeah, sure I like to see how everybody kind of handles things differently and yeah you know because i'm i'm very relaxed and She's so chill. It's ridiculous. Also, real quick, guys. Hi, mom. Uh, (laughs) Live studio audience is here. Ladies and gentlemen, we like to promote that we record our podcast in front of a live studio audience. And that live studio audience is my mother, Nancy Hopper. Hi, mom. Uh, (laughs) we do actually have a question and it is from leanne um and i think i am going to let uh the birthday girl connie answer this one best digital recorder suggestions we 
me and Donna both have different recorders. Okay. And my suggestion as far as when you're wanting to pick one out is try to make sure that it's small enough and basic. Yeah. It doesn't need to be anything like huge or, or like do a lot of tricks and features, just a basic, the microphone in these digital recorders is so sensitive that you can pick up so much, even in your phone, your own phone will do it too. But yeah. And everything that we actually got from St. Albans with Ori and Titi actually was off a camera. Yes, it was actually off an a, like an actual like normal camera. Yes, yeah. not a cell phone camera, not any kind of crazy, but just yeah. a regular digital camera. That's all so, the guys had. As far as any digital recorders, just make sure that it's small enough to you know fit in your back pocket if you're not using it. Um, no, I'm trying to find mine. I can't find mine. Uh, I know Donna's got like a Garmet. Something. That's I think that's really what I have too. To use. Yeah. yeah. Just simple, real small. Mm-hmm. Simple record, simple save button. You know, if you well, got to go, you don't want to go into that menu to now. No, nothing crazy when you're like that. around in the dark. Again, mine is to, basic and like, very simple. So is mine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I, I could have, find it. But if I don't have a save button on mine. Once I hit the stop recording, it automatically saves. Mine too. Is it in a Vista? You have to hit a save button or it doesn't save it. There's not oh, a stop shit. button. She's just having a fit. She, well, get... she didn't read the instructions. It was you... dark. <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to see a save button in the dark? I don't know. Our team has a whole bunch of these flashlights. I mean, really. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the wonderful Cherie Rathman. Hi, Hi Cherie. We have been touting the wonderful, wonderful virtues of Entity Voices Paranormal Evidence on this show. Uh, we are all brand new paranormal investigators, at, but sorry, ladies, I am the one that was handpicked and trained by Miss Cherie and her husband, Tony, and Chris, and Audra. Chris is here. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Yeah, so I'm going to brag about that because I was actually trained by all of these amazingly wonderful people, <laughs> and I have that on my resume, so there you go. Um, oh, yes, I should. I oh my God, I should have an EVP oh. crown. <laughs> and, you know, that is one thing I will say, being new and running into you guys, you know, with your stalker and everything here, Carrie. <laughs> That, you know, meeting y'all at Tala was probably one of the best networking that we had ever got to do because I agree. we learned so much from Chris that night. Yes. And yeah. being around you guys and, you know, getting more involved in everything. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> and we ever had any questions? Like, we were never intimidated, even after the investigation, to reach out to you guys on Facebook and say, hey, I have a question about this, or, you know, how do you guys do this or handle this? You guys have never, ever been even slightly hesitant to answer our questions or steer me in the right direction, Chris, when... um, (laughs) About whispering. Oh, well, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, I love that about you guys because we can ask you the questions or if you guys see something that we should not be doing, you're quick to, to, to let us know. <laughs> yeah. Feel like we're ignorant and stupid about it, even though we are ignorant to it because we don't know and we were just learning. Well, and that's, that's one of the wonderful things that um, I learned from from doing investigations with Tony and Cherie and Chris and Audra was that, you know, at some point they, and they, and they say it all the time. They are also still learning. They are also still learning from Ron and Lourdes and, and Anthony Simonelli and Tim Kummer and all of these people that they are friends with. Everybody has new and different techniques. Um, 
it isn't ever something where there is not one professional paranormal investigator there that just does not exist um and the the really wonderful thing that i i i loved about meeting you girls was um i've learned stuff from you and I think it's it's really interesting that you guys are like, thank you so much. Oh, my God, I've learned so much from you. But we have learned from you guys. <laughs> and I think it, it, it takes. Um, I really believe in the concept of para unity, and I think that a lot of folks are probably going to be blasted on social media for this. But I think that a lot of folks um, abuse that. But I really feel that. Um, when Chris and Audra and I met you guys and met Zach and his dad and met Scott and Heather and Sarah and Brittany and all of you amazing and wonderful people is that this is this and our friendship group and, and, and what we're learning and everybody that's going to trans Allegheny, this is what para unity is. Mm-hmm. It is, Hey, I've been doing this for 30 years, but guess what this group of folks that have been doing it for a year and they just kind of sort of figured it out on their own. Um, I'm learning stuff from them too. You know what I mean? Like, I think, um, I think it's, it's, it's really wonderful. And I think as long as you want to open your mind to it and you feel like you have, um, a, a camaraderie, I think a camaraderie is really important. I think, um, that you respect the fact that you know what you've been doing this for this long I've been doing it for this long this person's been doing it for this long and yet you everybody's still learning new new things I mean that's what science is and that's kind of what we're all here to do we're not doing it to be like I'm proving ghosts exist um I believe that ghosts exist and I'm going to prove and force all of you to believe that too no we're taking a scientific approach to it um and there are science is ever evolving right like Ron has a whole book about this new amazing amazing technique um and I think that it's it's ever evolving and and I think as long as we are open to learning new things, um, that's that I think that's what para unity is about. We're we're learning from people that have been doing it for 30, 40 years, and they are learning from people and new techniques. The cat balls, the light up little jingle belly cat balls, I was like, what? That's genius. Right, brilliant. It's brilliant, right? Laura, it's freaking brilliant. Um, so I'm really, really, well, my mom, Laura, here. Thank you, Cherie. Laura, you're awfully quiet. It's because, Mom, I won't stop talking, okay? Seriously. <laughs> Nancy, you know. All right, anyway, Parent Unity, and I love everybody. Laura, you say stuff now. Because my mom told me uh, to shut up, basically. All right. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you 100%. Uh, Everybody that I have met um, doing this, from the people that own the properties um, to, yeah, I mean, you know, we've made friends with just about everybody. Um, The people that we've investigated with, the people that we've met, it's been um, just amazing. And it has led to so many new opportunities, not just to learn, but to also go to different places because to get these private investigations, it's not cheap. And it's much better. It's not cheap. No, God, no. It's really not. (laughs) Yeah, that you can do more of this stuff is because you split it with your friends. (laughs) Yeah. It's way better. So, um, and plus people come up with all kinds of great places to investigate that maybe you've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. There's so many different places um, that are yet to be discovered that are yet, you know, for not just, you know, no. So sure. I think that that's really cool too. Yeah. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Again, I'm excited for Trans Allegheny. I'm ready. Oh God, it's um, going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got new equipment too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. All super cheap, very easy on Amazon. Yes, yes. I got yes. a grid pen. <gasps> oh yeah, she got a, the laser like, grid pen. I'm like, hell yes. I've got uh, a grid pen. 
Yeah. Yeah, like eight dollars. It's so you know. It's, it's affordable, guys. It really is. And to do this, it's it doesn't take. Um, it's not something that you're going to have to invest a ton of money in to get started. No. At all. And the biggest thing will be getting into somewhere that you can investigate. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Chris and, and we are, everybody's been super excited about this. We just booked the USS North Carolina in Will, in Wilmington. Sorry. I was going to say Williamson, but I'm, I'm stuck on old hospital college <laughs> joke, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah, so um, we've got a lot of stuff going on this year. Ah, um, little Miss Audra is here. Hello, sweetheart. I love her. I know. She is I just love. She's very, very sweet. I love all of my girls. I love Cherie. I love Audra. I love Lourdes. Um, uh, I think it's it's it's. I have made some of the most amazing friends in this journey that I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, I, I, you know, Cherie and Audra and Lourdes, they're okay. They're not anything like Donna though. Don't feed into her ego. I don't, I mean, they would never punch me for walking around a corner. Um, uh, what I would like to ask you all and I'm going to ask the same question and I would like different answer because when I get, have the opportunity to um, watch EVPE and I always like to, if they have the opportunity to, they're such a busy show and they get so many questions and comments. But one thing I is my favorite thing to do when I watch EVPE is I like to ask their guests this question and I have never once gotten the same answer twice. So I am going to ask this one question and Donna, I'm going to start with you and I want you to answer it. It's going to be the same question to Connie, Donnie, Connie. I want Donnie. Oh my God. They have a new name. They have a new name. Like Kenya. Donnie. Great. Okay. Thank God. Um, I'm going to ask one question and Donna, I want you to give an answer. I won't. I just call you a bitch in private. It's fine. Uh, Connie, I want you to give a different answer. Laura, I want you to give a different answer. My question to the three of you, Donna, starting with you, what is your advice for a brand new paranormal investigator? Go out and at least try a public investigation. Okay. Go out there. Places like Sorrel Weed House actually offers you the equipment to use. And it's fairly cheap to go for the night. But That's super out. helpful when they give you the equipment. Phelps Dodge, Sheree and Tony. I mean, it's helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's hugely fancy. Yeah. Um, just basically the recorders and stuff. But yeah. just go out and try. I mean, especially before you spend a lot of money. You may just absolutely love the shows, whether it's the reality shows or the podcasts, whatever. You may just be diehard about it and then get there and yeah. absolutely hate it. Terrifies you, your anxiety through the roof. But and also <laughs> try to reach out to some local paranormal teams. Yeah, that's very true. I think um, that was the very first thing that I did. My cousin and I, we did a tour of the Phelps Dodge Hospital, um, and it was with Tony and Sheree and Chris and Audra, and that's what they did. They gave everybody all of the equipment, and they... Gave, took them on a tour. They showed them how to use the equipment. And it was basic. It was an EVP recorder, EMF detector, a camera if you wanted it. And then they set you free. And I love that. So do the public tours. There's nothing wrong with that. If nothing else, you get like the basics. Like like Donna said, you get the basics. Um, here's how an EVP recorder works. Here's how an EMF detector works. Uh, here's the hot spots. Have fun. Um, so yes, Donna, I love that. <laughs> meet some pretty amazing people like we did at Trans Allegheny. Yes, I agree. I agree. I sure did. Yes, I sure we did love too. you, Chris and Audra. <laughs> yes. I know. Chris is, here's Chris's advice to new paranormal investigators. Add it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were sitting here laughing so hard. About. I know. I saw it and I was like, try not to laugh. All right, Connie, same question to you. What is your advice for a new paranormal investigator? Okay, well, first, let me tell Audra thank you for the happy birthday and Mary. <laughs> uh, 
So my advice is if you are serious and you want to keep doing this after you've taken Donna's advice and tried doing <laughs> three-hour increments, you know, buy your basic, you know, little EMF detector. I think it's Love $25 it. on Amazon. Love it. Perfect. Uh, and your digital recorder. Don't spend a whole lot. You know, don't try to invest more. You can do fine with that. The more you get out and start investigating and getting with other groups and finding your little niche, you know, then you can actually, there's a lot of the equipment that you can spend 200 or under for and have a good setup. You don't have to go out and buy anything more than $200, really, because, you know, your basic tools are going to be your best. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me before last weekend? Shut up, because you were spending <laughs> money and I was letting you. But, I mean, even the REM pod. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the REM pod, just very simple. Yeah. Under $200. Yeah. Mm. And. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, the, the most boring part about the whole thing, as me and Donna has discussed, is the review. Really? The review is the most boring part? Because uh, for yeah, me, I... Well, yeah, but I, like, I... My anxiety is so high with that because I'm like, what was going on that I didn't know in the moment? So I'm like, holy crap. Especially when I like, I think I heard that and I'm not really sure. So I am constantly like, Chris, I'm going to send you something right now. I'm going to send you this and you need, could you run it through when you get home from work? And I'm, and I, I'm constantly sending stuff to Chris to be like, I think I heard this. Did you hear this? Cause if you heard this then I know I heard this, but if you didn't hear it, I'm probably going to think I'm crazy, but for new investigators, keep in mind. And the reason why it's not boring, boring, but it is a long process. If you go, on it is our investigation mm -hmm. and you have a even just one digital recorder one gopro oh, one camera okay. it's a lot you got 24 hours mm -hmm. of stuff to review yeah it's a lot it's a um, lot so it's not right you're not going out and then coming home going oh look at all these EVs. Got. we've got so much stuff to and review it, yeah and it does get boring until you hear that one thing and you're a lot of the new people are not going to hear things i'm sure me and donna have missed a lot of things because we're not trained to it does that. take training it and, does take training and not and just like it's training your own ears your own eyes to right pick that kind of stuff up and that's something that Chris and Tony have really been working with me and Laura on where Laura and I were like look this is what we see and we were showing it to Chris and Tony and they were like mm -mm, this is exactly what it is and we're like mm -mm, no you're wrong and, <laughs> and they're like actually we're not uh, and then you know Laura and I were like going trying to recreate it and we couldn't and we were like God, fuck they're right so it does take like it takes a long time and i've been doing this for almost three years now um under their guidance and i'm still like is this do you, do you see this do you, do you hear this like i it takes a long time it's not something you learn overnight at all well the very first dvp that me and donna actually caught when we were together when we heard it we started dancing in our chairs and then we went out to celebrate yeah we stopped ended it went out and it was like okay we'll, we'll so, Carrie, i see that my mom has given a bit of advice maybe too late for you no 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 but yes i do see that let's put it out there <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty good with that back swing when somebody jumps out in front of me. Yeah, I'm not going to be investigating with Donna at all at Trans Allegheny, Laura. So just, I don't advise you to investigate with her either. Um, yeah, you need to stay an arm's reach away from me. I get a little crazy. She's kind of short. Her arms aren't jumping. like like that long. Like, it's fine, but still. I, I mean, she could throw shit. She could throw shit. So, I mean, like, don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, I'm going to just stay behind her. 
There you go. There you go. Don't um, pop out of doorways. No, don't pop out of dark doorways. So, Laura, same question to you. What is your advice to a new paranormal investigator? Different answer than the girls have said, than Donnie has said. All right. Than Donnie and Connie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say, um, besides what they say, uh, what they said, you know, experience and just getting out there and doing it, I think is, is really the, your first step. Yeah. But, um, also look into the history of where you're going. Um, not just, um, the hauntings, but also, you know, um, what happened there, what transpired, yeah. of course, you know, the asylums, you're going to have your electroshock therapy rooms and that kind of stuff. But a lot of times there's, you know, these weird little off rooms that, maybe something terrible unfortunately happened in and you need to go you know investigate this bathroom on the third floor or you know whatever that might be there, there yeah. may be things that you can get clued into and, and then get interaction with because you know the questions to ask you can yeah. kind of pull out um tease out some information um and get you know your emf to light up you might get an evp because of that if you know what you're going into I think that that's really important not yeah. to walk in, you know, just like, oh, I'm just going to fly in here and take my little EMF and my recorder and hope that something happens. But I think it's really important to um, to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. A good place. If you're a crazy, busy person like me sitting behind the computer, crunching numbers every day, a good way to get your research in is to go to History of a Haunting podcast. I turn that on and listen away while I'm doing all my numbers. Um, and that gives you, you know, podcasts like this gives you a really good uh, foundation to go off of. You know, of course, nobody can. I mean, I have to agree. <laughs> but you might hear of something course. interesting about a building or a place and go, you know what? I'm going to look into this more. Yeah. But um, yeah. Great place to go get some information is right here. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Jean, yes, you can watch this after it's over. Uh, we will save this, and we are actually going to release it as a um, special episode um, on YouTube and uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So you can watch it on Facebook uh, and, you know, like I said, anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube as well. So great question thank you so much for asking that is also my mother (laughs) moms are the best and i think like all of our moms are here um my mom was is laura's mom as well and she was basically telling me to stop talking so laura could talk that's why she said that comment i like that i like that mom's turns yeah she sticks up for me I mean, I mean, she really should be here more. Uh, she's our live studio audience, but she doesn't. Um, she's super creeped out. She will watch our right. shows she on YouTube. She doesn't want to hear what, what we say. She, she loves to support us from a distance. She used to. Um, but then she just really got... Um, oh god here we go uh she loves our artwork our our logo is in the background and it was designed by my son her grandson um koi hopper thank you mom Mm -hmm. uh uh, basically everybody on the show is amazing but me You are amazing, Mary. Thank you so much. Um, Anyway, that is pretty much all I have. Uh, Questions that I wanted to ask these amazingly wonderful, um, gorgeous women um, and really brilliant paranormal investigators. I learn so much from all of you guys every time I investigate with you. And um, yeah, Connie, did you have a good birthday? I've had a wonderful birthday. Good. That's great. Good. I'm so, so glad. Donna and I have been super excited about it. You're welcome. That that was absolutely Um, amazing. But yeah, one last thing as far as for anybody that wants to be new, look into your stones because you want to carry some kind of stone with you. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah, you want to protect yourself. And always say a blessing before you start an investigation. 
And as you're finishing an investigation, say a blessing and then let the spirits know that they cannot follow you, that you would come back to visit them. Yes, absolutely. That is certainly something, one of the very first things that um, Tony and Sheree and Chris and Audra taught me um, is, you know, thank them for letting you spend time where they live because at the end of the day that is their home but that they cannot um follow you home that they have to stay in that location and um it's something that i never ever forget to do um which my mother is very grateful for because every time i walk out the door for a new investigation she's always like don't bring anything up <laughs> <laughs> And I don't, mom, I don't. So there you have that. But yes, selenite is a good, is a really good stone. Um, any kind of like black tourmaline, anything like that is a really good protective stone. Um, my birthstone is amethyst is something that I always, I have an amethyst necklace that I wear. So that's always really important. Um, and yeah. So if you guys have any questions with regard to, uh, what stones you should carry with you, uh, let us know because Erin Bush is a wonderful friend of ours and she is a certified Reiki healer and she knows all about that. So let us know if you have questions regarding that and we will get your question to her and she can answer all of those questions for you. And I just assigned Erin that task and <laughs> I will asking without asking and I will text her and ask her if that's okay when we're done can we get her on a Facebook live where we all ask her questions yes I would love to I mean it might be kind of fucking amazing right yeah, it absolutely. might be kind Aaron's of fucking amazing yeah. she's really she's wonderful idea. yeah she's, I'm sure she'll be down she's cool yeah she's pretty cool so she's also very busy though like she she was hoping That's i true. haven't seen her pop in here yet but um she was gonna try to make it but she did have clients tonight so anyway thank you guys so very much connie happy 50th birthday you are living such a wonderful and beautiful life you have wonderful and amazing friends like donna Oh, I thought and Harry and me and Laura and yes it is a very wonderful and um, exciting life that you're living and so happy 50th birthday I know Erica Strada was like the best but happy birthday chips man I mean chips man that, that, that was my childhood crush you know this, right? I do I do yeah can we like tag Erica Strada in here you know we probably can. I will find it. I will find a way. Also, when we are going to research that hotel in Texas that he yeah. suggested and we're going to tell sell and we're it's a listener's story. That's what we're going to say anyway. Um, so as Chris says, we will see you all in four weeks. We are super, super Absolutely. excited. We are very. um, um uh, uh, I don't want to say brokenhearted, but we're kind of brokenhearted that Tony and Cherie cannot join us at Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So I want to let everybody know that because we're the ones hosting it, History of a Haunting, this investigation is going to be dedicated to Tony and Cherie Rathman. We are going to be doing a lot of Facebook Lives. We're going to incorporate them into those Facebook Lives as we do the investigation. Um, We are also going to be sending them their gift bags because we're doing the gift bags for my beautiful, beautiful friend Sheree. So Sheree, you and Tony will be getting your own gift bags um, from the event. We have a lot of really cool stuff in them. So yes, uh, they will be a part of it, but they will just be a part of it virtually. So um, Laura, as we say here at History of a Haunting every single week, everybody, please stay safe out there because you never know who or what birthday girl is listening bye guys thank you so much bye